With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings and blessings. Welcome to Prophetic Women Ministries and our Tuesday night Rhema Word Bible study. We are excited about what the Holy Ghost has for us on today and anticipating the move of God on today. And before we get started, before we jump right into things, I'm going to ask the apostle, my husband, to greet the people and say hello and, um, and open this up in prayer. Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Greetings. God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we're looking for an exciting time in the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, as we as we delve to learn more about your precious Holy Spirit, we ask that you will pour upon us your fresh revelation knowledge. Holy Spirit, we ask that you manifest yourself in this meeting, manifest yourself unto us on today to, to make us realize who you are. For Holy Spirit, we just thank you for what you do. We thank you for who you are. And we thank you for pouring us out revelatory knowledge about yourself on this evening. Holy Spirit, I thank you for manifesting your gifts and your fruit in us on tonight. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize I was on mute. Praise God. And, and we are we are so excited because um, we have been studying the the working of the Holy Spirit. We have discussed uh, the Holy Spirit in 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 His job, even in creation. When the Word says, "In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth." Now the yeah. earth was without shape and empty, and the darkness was over the surface of the watery deep. But the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. So we know that the Spirit of God was there in the very beginning, and he is here even now helping to shape, helping to form, helping to create the thing that, that we need even in this moment. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. And that's Job 33 and 4. Amen. We know that the Hebrew word for the spirit is ruach and is translated breath or wind of God. And so we have an understanding that the wind of God is blowing over you right now. The wind of change is coming to, 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 to make things um, straight for you and to correct that which needs to be corrected, amen, to bring into order that which needs to be brought into order. I don't know about you, Apostle, but the more I, I talk about Holy Spirit, the more excited I get because I realize that he is continually on the move. Even as a wind, he is going in and out and 
to and fro, and he is he is all over just doing what the Father says do, because the Word of God says that the Holy Spirit will not testify of himself, but testify of Jesus Christ himself. And so it's yeah. so exciting to me that the Holy Spirit is all the while blowing over us and making uh, the will of heaven and the will of the Father come true for each and every one of us. And, you know, that, that's true. And that is what is supposed to happen because Jesus told Nicodemus, he said, the wind blows where it will. And you know not where it comes from, nor where it goes. So it is with everyone who's born of the Spirit. So we, are, we have to be like the wind. We have to, we have to be like that, the refreshing wind every place we go. Every place the Holy Spirit leads us, he is the resurrection life. He is the resurrection power of God. He is yeah. the wind. He's the breath of God. So everywhere we go, he is with us. Jesus said in John 14 that the Holy Spirit would abide, us, abide with us forever. Forever means never leaving us, never to leave us. So everywhere we go, the Holy Spirit is with us. And if we have to allow him to use us in, 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 no matter where we go, no matter what the situation is. And let me say this, too. It doesn't matter how many haters you got. It doesn't matter how many people are against it. When you got God on your side, you're always in the majority. You're never in the minority. Because God oh is greater than any man, woman, child. He's greater than the president of the United States. He's greater than your employer. He's greater than any person on earth. When you have God on your side, if God be with us, it doesn't matter who's against us. Amen. So, Whatever the situation is, whatever you're facing right now, the Word of God says to catch the tears upon the Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to show you those things freely given to you of God, to include that peace that passes all understanding. Peace in the midst of the storm. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you need wisdom for a particular situation, the Holy Spirit is ready and available to provide that wisdom to you. The Lord said everything that we need, he will supply. And a lot of the times we look at Philippians 4.19 and we think about our physical needs. He means our spiritual needs, our emotional needs, our health needs, our financial needs, our ministerial needs, our relational needs, every need that we have. Philippians 4.19 says, my, and my God, will literally supply fear to the for your every need. That's why Jesus said in the, in the book of John that the Holy Spirit will draw upon the things that are his and the things that are the Father's and transmit them to us because he said that all that the Father has is mine. And yes. also tell us that we're not we're, we're heirs of God and joining us with Christ. When you're an heir to, to what, the, what the Father has, that means everything he owns, you have access to. Amen. Matter of using that faith to tap into it. And the Holy Spirit is that faith. Because Jesus said in Acts 1 8, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive. And in that situation, he said power. But the Holy Spirit is our vessel, our vehicle to receive everything that we need from God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I know, I don't know about anybody else, but I received that on tonight. You know, what um, blessed me is, um, you know, the Holy Spirit took me to 
Hebrews uh, chapter 3 and verse 7, it says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, not not the Father, not the Son, but the Holy Spirit, amen, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the day of rebellion, on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works. For 40 yeah. years. Therefore, I was provoked Hello. with that generation. And I said, they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. As I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. You know, the Lord, the Lord is, is, is so, so amazing that he, he, he even allows us to put him to the test. How many of you know when you yeah. were out there in the world and the uh-huh. devil was trying to kill you, you was testing God? Okay? Um, when you were out there in the world doing your thing and playing Russian roulette with your life with all these different mates, you were testing God. And God has already shown you by the Holy Spirit that he can bring you out. He will bring you through. He will bring you to a greater place than you've ever known. And the Holy Spirit is all the while working the atmosphere to to bring in those souls to the kingdom of God, to bring us to a deeper place in the things of God. You know, if we're in a, if we're in a stagnant place, it's not because of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is a wind. Holy Spirit is always moving. Amen. But because we have chosen to harden ourselves, the spirit of God can can only do what it can do. So it will it will allow Holy Spirit to do its perfect work and begin to woo the heart back to the Lord. And so I don't know where you're at, but if you feel stale and you feel stagnant, the Holy Spirit wants to bring you back into a place of hot fire. He wants to bring you back into a place where your heart is is in love with him and engulfed in him again. He wants to bring you into a place where the revelatory knowledge of God is penetrating again like never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this, this is why the Spirit spoke these words, harden not your heart. You know, the the, uh, the the enemy likes to bring us through some things, and sometimes it's not always the enemy. God brings us through the tests and the trial as well, and then we get hard. We get bitter. We get strifeful, like, why me? Woe is me. And, you know, the whole time I, I'm wondering what would have happened if Jesus felt that way on the cross. I'm just saying. So we have to get to the point where we walk, we learn. Paul says we have to learn how to be a bound and a base. And it is the Holy Spirit that brings us into that place, into that perfect world where our hearts and our souls are so surrendered to the Lord that it's like, okay, yes, Lord, you're in control. Yes, Lord, you're in control. Yes, Lord, you're in control. Regardless of what's going on around us, regardless of what is happening around us, we have a knowledge and a knowing that the Holy Spirit is hovering over the deep in our lives. It's hovering over the deep of our hearts, and it is all the while doing the perfect work of heaven in your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And that's a perfect segue to what what the Lord just shared with me. Let me me go back to that scripture that you were just talking about. Uh, Genesis 1 and 2 says, the earth was without form and an empty waste, and, and darkness was upon the face of the very great deep. The spirit of God was moving, 
covering, breathing yes. over to the water. And God said, let there be light. You know, the Lord just shared with me uh, that another reason the Holy Spirit is such a wonderful gift to us is because we have that same ruach power in God that God had when he said, let there be light. So when mm-hmm. we speak, the Holy Spirit does what he did in Genesis 1 and 3. Uh, let there be light. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Yes. Light that he's talking about is not the sun. It's the glory of God. Thank because you, Lord. Later on in the scriptures, he said he created the sun for the day and the moon for the night. Yes. So this that he's talking about here is the glory of God. The Holy Spirit manifests the glory of God in our lives. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Oh, that the light was good, suitable, pleasant, and he approved it. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we, uh, we need to understand that the Holy Spirit is, is vitally important to us. We're going to get into the gifts of the Spirit, but we want to, we want, yeah. let's talk about the person of the Holy Spirit. We need to understand who the person of the Holy Spirit is. He yeah. the fact that he was part of creation. We were created in the image of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We were born in the sin. When we were born again, we were, we were regenerated by the Spirit of God. We had the same Zoa, God kind of life. We got the same life of God in us that God has, the Spirit of God, is a part of God. Mm-hmm. So we need to understand. We, I think one of the things with the body of Christ, with Christians, with believers, is we don't know who we are. And we don't we have really no, have no idea of how truly powerful we are. That's why the Bible says in, 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 in Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Because another place in Scripture says, one can put a thousand a flight, two can put ten thousand a flight. Yes. If we come together in the bond of unity through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can turn this known world upside down just like they did in the book of Acts. Yes. And the key to that is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, I'm, I when you were just talking about that, I, I, I'm reminded of Ephesians 1 and 13 and 14. Amen. Can you hear me, Apostle? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. And it says, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you when you believed in Christ, you were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, who is the down payment of our inheritance. Until the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. And uh, and so, you know, again, we talked about it last week. We talked about it the week before, and I'll keep saying this. The Holy Spirit is the promise of your inheritance. It is the seal upon your life. It is the mark that God puts upon you and says, this belongs to me. Boom. And when the Holy Spirit is present, how many of you know the devil gets scared? 
because he knows there is an indwelling of God. The power yeah. of God yeah. within yeah. you. So he knows that when you open up your mouth and you begin to declare the word of God, there is power, there is ruach behind those words. It's not empty words. There's nothing empty about it. The word of God says that his word does not return unto him void. My God. So the whole time, the Spirit of God is there to give you life, to give you light, to bring power and authority into your life, to cause the enemy to flee seven ways. And the power of God, the promise of God, as Ephesians says, the seal of the promise is powerful. You know, when I think about a seal, I think about uh, um, King Xerxes and the story of Esther. And remember when King Xerxes put his seal um, on something, there was nothing that could overturn that. There was nothing that could change it. It was set in stone. So the Lord is saying the Holy Spirit is your seal. It is your promise. It is set in stone that you belong to the Lord, that the power of God rests within you. And I don't know about you, but that is a powerful covenant. Hallelujah. Now think about it. Let's think about it like this. When a king makes a decree, nobody nobody changed that decree except the king that made that decree. We mm-hmm. are free in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. When we decree a thing, the book of Job said, the light of God's favor will shine upon our ways. We shall decree a thing, and it shall be established in our lives. Yes. So the Holy Spirit, and it goes to 16 and 17, every scripture is God-breathed. Given by his inspiration, the Holy Spirit is fire and profitable yes. instruction for reproof and conviction of sin, for correction of error, discipline, and obedience, and for training in righteousness and holy living and conformity to God's will and thought, purpose, and action. So that the man of God, and so I'm going to say this, so that the body of Christ, the body of believers, may be complete and proficient, well-fitted, and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. 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 Okay. So as we get ready to talk about, we have talked about the function of the Holy Spirit as as it pertains to the salvation of souls. We have talked about the uh, the power of, of the Holy Spirit to bring forth uh, redemptive power in the life of the individual. Tonight we are going to talk about the power gifts. Come on now. We're going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit and and his power and his authority that flows through us. In other words, what he gives us license to do within the spirit realm. Amen. And many of us are functioning underneath our potential because we have no idea that we have the potential to um, operate in these gifts um, it's not just for uh, the power preacher on TV, but it is for each and every one of us that right. are filled with the spirit of the living God. That's right. So um, 
first I'm going to take you to Romans chapter 12, and we're not going to go through the full entire scripture. For those of you who are listening in right now and for those of you who are listening in later, um, we are not going to go through the the entire scripture because I want you to to dig in the word. Amen. I want you to, to make sure that what you're being taught is truth, and the only way you can do that is to dig in the word for yourself. So we're not going to give you every little scripture. Amen. But Romans chapter 12 talks about the Holy Spirit's giftings for service, for teaching, for exhortation, for uh, contributions, for leadership, for mercy. And, 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 you know, let me tell you something. These are gifts that are, are basically gifts so that you can learn how to be what we call a servant leader. A lot of leaders, unfortunately, are coming out today and they feel that they are to be served by the people, but that's not true. The Holy Correct. Spirit empowers us to be Come. servant leaders, to serve the people of God, to Hallelujah. empower them. Ephesians says, the book of Ephesians says that we are put in place, the fivefold has been put in place for the equipping of the saints. Amen. And so we're here to teach. We're here to equip. We're here to train. We're here to do all of these different things. But the work of ministry is for the people. Amen. You have ministry on the corner. You have ministry on your job. You have ministry at Walmart. You know, I was in Walmart one day. Matter of fact, I call it Wally World. I'm in Walmart one day, and a woman stops in front of me, and she kind of is grabbing at her chest. And I asked her, I said, you know, can I pray for you? I asked her, you know, can I pray for you? And she said, yes, please pray for me. And I began to pray for her right then and there, right in front of the video. As a matter of fact, we're in the video section, amen. And um, and um, she said, oh, that feels so much better. I was having trouble breathing. And what was really funny is when I get out to the parking lot with my bags, you know, I give her a hug. Thank you, Jesus. Um, get out to the parking lot, putting my bags into our vehicle, and I look over and who is parked right next to me but the lady who I just prayed for in Walmart. And she she made the comment. She said, thank you so much. She said, God knew where to put you at, where to put you there, because I, I feel so much better, and I absolutely needed that prayer for more than one reason. And so we have to know that our assignment is not always uh, preaching to the choir and, and, and talking to our fellow brothers and sisters about things that we, we feel like is necessary to talk about. Our assignment is to create disciples of all men, and it is the Holy Spirit that empowers us to do that. The Holy Spirit, the word says the Holy Spirit will give you what you have need of when you uh, to say. Amen. Um, yes. I'm sorry, I might miss, uh, maybe paraphrasing a little bit, but the word says that the Holy Spirit will give you what to say when you need it to say it. And so right. the whole time, a lot of times we're trying to lean on what we think we know. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not a theologian. I don't know the word like that. The Holy Spirit, uh, the, the word of God says that he has written his commandments on your heart. So you mm-hmm. don't have to be a theologian to be able to witness to, to, um, an individual on the streets or in the store or in your family. Come on now. It is really about having that 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 of the Holy Spirit operating through you to be able That's to right. manifest ministry. 
That's right. That's right. And I think I think the enemy has come in and warped our idea of ministry. Go ahead, Apostle. I'm sorry. No, it's, no, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And, you know, a lot of times we try to remember the scriptures. If we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we don't need to remember anything. Jesus said the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance everything that he's taught us and told us. Everything that he's taught us and told us. So yes. you have need of a scripture. The Holy Spirit who inspired the entire Bible from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21 can give you a scripture. The word yes. of God says he wakes up. He, he wakes us up with the tongue of the learned. That means no education is required. In First John 2 and 20 says you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Why do you know all things? Because the Holy Spirit knows all things. When you have the Holy Spirit, you know all things. You know things that other people, you know things on your job that's not written anywhere in any manual because the Holy Spirit will bring you revelation of something that, that the people that wrote the manual didn't have revelation of. Thank you, Lord. No matter where we are, we, workplace, Walmart, Dollar Tree, walking down the street, standing on the corner, sitting on the bus, God can use us. And that's his intent. That's his ultimate intention is to use us to touch and change the world. We are world changers. That's who God created us to be. That's what God wants us to be. And he's not going to settle for anything less than that. If we get on our J-O-B, be about our father's business, and become world changers, this world has to change. It has to change because we serve a supernatural God who, who has all power in his hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen to that. Amen to that. And um, in the book of First Corinthians, it tells us that the gifts of uh, the Holy Spirit include prophecy, teaching, miracles, the gift of healing, helps, the gift of leadership, different kinds of tongues, that would, the word calls diverse tongues, mm-hmm. um, message of wisdom, message of knowledge, and we also call that the word of knowledge and word of wisdom, yes. faith, interpretation of tongues, and discernment of spirits. All of these things are are absolutely necessary for for uh, a good solid body of believers. Amen. We need the Holy Spirit yes. in full operation. Yes. Yes. You know, um, you know, I think about, you know, I, I don't know anyone but Jesus that functioned in every single gift of the Holy Spirit, but I do know um, that there are we have some very awesome, talented, gifted, and, and anointed vessels of God in this day and this age that are functioning highly in a lot of these giftings. But, you know, the one gifting that the Lord said, if we lack it, we need only ask, is wisdom. And, and let me tell you, wisdom is one of the most necessary things for a believer to have. Can I just tell you that the, that wisdom is is um, uh, in the book of Proverbs? It actually says she is, um, but 
the, the, the power of wisdom, amen, can save you from so much. The, the, yes. the, 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 the grace of wisdom yeah. can keep you from so much. And yeah. so the, 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 this is why the Lord said, if you lack it, ask for it. If you feel in your heart that you may not have the wisdom that is needed for a situation, you need only ask. My God. And so I don't know about you, Apostle, but I happen to know that 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 I need more wisdom every day. Every day it seems that God puts me in a situation where my my earthly knowledge could yeah. not get me through if I even tried. Yeah, I, you, know, you know, sometimes God puts us in those situations to see if we're going to rely on him, to see if we're going to trust him, to see if we're going to lean on him. Because, you know, we, we say, we confess that we believe God, we confess that we trust him, we, we confess that we believe his word, but he, if he never puts us in positions to, to, test that, to test those confessions, then we don't really know whether we truly believe it or not. So sometimes yes. he in a position to test our faith. That's why it says, be, count, it not, count it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various types of trials, knowing that these trials are the testing of your faith. Some of the things we go through are to test our faith, to test, to test us to see if we truly believe what we said, what we're confessing. And that's the same goes with the fruit of the Spirit, the same goes with the gift of the Spirit. Never ask God to to uh, give you more of the fruit of the Spirit because he's going to put you in a position to earn that. If you ask for more patience, he's going to put you in a position where your patience is being tested. Come on. And, and don't look strange when he answers the prayer because if we ask anything according to his will and his word, we know he hears us. If we know he hears us, we know we have a petition that we requested of it. God yes. is He's going to do what he said. He's going to fulfill what he's spoken. So the Holy Spirit, <laughs> oh, glory be to God. So we, we need to truly understand that the Holy Spirit is our balance. He will keep us yeah. on it. He will keep us on an even keel. So we don't we don't veer to the left. We don't veer to the right. We stay on that narrow path that leads to life. We stay off of that broad path that leads to destruction. Amen. Amen. And that that reminds me of of Romans eight and fourteen. It says, "For he, he who is led by the Spirit of God." Those are sons of God. So we have to have, uh, to be led of God, we definitely have to have God-like wisdom. We yeah. need the wisdom of God like yeah. never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Especially in the world that we live in today because we don't know, let me say this, in our earthly knowledge, we don't know everything. We don't know things that are coming down the road. We don't know decisions that are being made in, in, in back offices and things of that nature. We don't know secret meetings that are being held. We don't know My any God. of this stuff. But God knows all these things, and he can give us the wisdom to deal with each one of them. He gives us the wisdom to either deal with them in prayer 
or deal with them straight up face to face. Anytime you have a conflict, the wisdom of God can solve that conflict because the word of God says, <clears throat> when a man's ways pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. So that wisdom is absolutely necessary for everything. Everything we do, we need the wisdom of God. You're absolutely right, Prophet. Absolutely right. Amen. And you know, the word of God, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Apostle. Go ahead, go ahead. I was, I was, well, when you said that, it just brought to my attention when the word says to um, acknowledge God in all of our ways, he will direct yeah. our path. That yeah. is the wisdom. That is the wisdom. The word also tells us that wisdom begins with the what? Fear of God. We have yeah. to know that God is bigger than us. You, we got to go. You have to reconcile that first. That we serve a big and mighty God who is that's bigger right. than we are, who's bigger than our yeah. ego, who's bigger than yeah. our pride, that's yeah. bigger than man. The Word tells us to fear Him that can destroy your soul and your flesh. That's right. Okay. That's right. So we that's we have to we have to have an understanding that there is still uh, a revelatory fear that we need to have of God. You know, sometimes I, I, I see, and in today's now, you know, today's age, I see such a nonchalantness about God that it, it is it's disturbing at times how nonchalant people can be with the mm-hmm. blood that was sacrificed for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's almost a fearful thing. Like it makes you fear and you tremble because you're like, do you realize how powerful the God is that you call yourself mocking? Right. You know? Yes. And and so wisdom tells us to fear God. Wisdom tells us to obey his commandments, his statutes, his laws. Amen. And you know what? I, I, you know, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, um, I, I was praying last night and he told me that just like you can't be, you know, to be a parent, you can't necessarily be a friend to your children at all times. At times, as leaders in the body have become friends versus leaders. Come on. Come on. And now we are everything but leaders. We are motivational speakers. We are coaches. We yeah, are life, life changers. We are everything but the preachers of the gospel that God has called us to. And all I, I don't know about anybody else, but the devil is a lie. The Lord called me as a preacher. He called me yeah. as one, as a two-edged sword to bring forth That's the right. word and clarity. Right. And That's I will right. not step down off of that to become somebody's life coach. Mm-hmm. You know? In the end, when all is said and done, when the dust settles and the smoke clears, we all have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and give an account of our lives. And I, I'm not standing before Jesus and say, I really decided to call another an apostle or a pastor or an evangelist or a teacher to become a life coach. <laughs> you know? I'm not doing it. I will not do that. Number one, he gave his life for what is calling on my life. Number two, I've been through hell for the calling on my life. I'm not putting it down. <laughs> we will not do it. We will not do it. It costs it costs Jesus his life. It costs it costs me. It costs every person with a true anointing. It has cost them something. 
to get to where they are right now. Why in the world would I sacrifice that? Why would I sacrifice everything that God has brought me through? Why would I sacrifice the goodness of God? Why would I sacrifice the, sacrifice the mercy of God? Why would I sacrifice the love of God? Why would I sacrifice the intimacy of God? Why would I sacrifice yeah. the of God? Why would I sacrifice the unity I have with God? Why would I sacrifice all that? For a title that doesn't mean much, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. We'll not compromise what God has called us. We will not compromise what God has called us to be. We're going to be exactly who he said we're going to be. We're going to do exactly what he said we're going to do. And if we have to do it by ourselves, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. And that's the attitude every believer should have. I am standing with God no matter what. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If me and my house got to serve the Lord by ourselves, that's what we're going to do. That's what every person in the body of Christ, that should be the heart towards God. Yes. Yes. You know, and what what is interesting to me is um, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 10 says, And you, the Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the works of your hands. Can you, can you see a God that is so big that he molded heaven and earth with his hands? And, and I, I, I don't know about you, but there is nothing, there is nothing bigger than the calling of God on my life. Amen. Amen. For him to have chosen me, the word says he knew me. He Mm -hmm. knew me. Not that he just created me. He knew me. He knew you. And he took time to know you as he created you. For that to, 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 uh, to be the God that I serve and who loves me with an everlasting, un, unsuffering love, my God, my God, it is not worth it. I'm telling you, there is no platform on this no. earth that no. is worth the call of God on my life. Mm. And, you know, the partner to the gift of wisdom is the gift of knowledge. Yeah. And how many of you know that the gift of knowledge is so awesome and so powerful because it will tell you the thing before that thing even has a chance to manifest. Like the apostle said, you you may not be privy to the conversations that happen in the dark. You may not be privy to those things that uh, people say or don't say. Amen. But the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom will allow you to walk into another gift called the gift of discernment. That's right. That's and, right. And and how many of you know that these gifts work hand in hand because they are the word says uh different gifts but what the same spirit, the same administrator. Yes. yes. Amen. And so we have the Holy Spirit that is administrating the gifts of God in your life. And he is not a God, he is not a spirit that does not grow. Let me tell you, you will grow daily. The word God says that we 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 have benefits daily. It also says that that the Holy Spirit brings us from what? Glory to glory. You That's will right. grow in the things of God. So don't expect all of these gifts to all of a sudden just be manifesting. See, this is why we have a lot of immature saints running around with no balance. Why? Because you have a lot of immature gifts that have not been given the chance to come to full maturity. We're just using whatever we have when we have it. 
We have to allow the Holy Spirit to birth us into that maturity and into that perfection of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. My God. My God. I like to say doing the right thing at the wrong time is just as bad as doing the wrong thing altogether. There's a, yes. There's always a God of protocol, a God of order. And there's a process. That's why the word, there's a reason the word of God says for everything there's a season, a time for every purpose under the heaven. There is a reason God put that in the scriptures because you, don't, you wouldn't get to put a baby behind the wheel of a car. There's a process child yeah. has to go through in order to become licensed to drive. The first thing they have to do is come of age. The second thing they have to do is get qualified by being licensed. The third thing they need is a vehicle of their own to drive or a vehicle of someone else's to drive. So there's a process and a protocol as it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. So it is with the spiritual gifts. We have to allow God to develop these gifts in us and use them in situations that are necessary for that particular gift. Every gift is not for every situation. Each gift has its own situation that it, that it can be applied to. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, I always find that word of wisdom, word of knowledge is, 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 is key gifts to the teaching anointing. Why? Yes. Because not only are you going, to, you, you're going to need the wisdom and the revelatory knowledge of God, but you're going to need, uh, you're going to need him to ignite, no, um, you know, to be able to ignite what's already indwelling in you. How many of you have read a scripture or, or a passage of scripture, and by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, God, what did I just read? And then as soon as you need it, the Holy Spirit brings it back to your remembrance. Amen. That is the word of knowledge in operation. Amen. And of course, we know that the word of knowledge can go deeper. It can go into the prophetic realm. But we're just talking about just, just, just the basic word of knowledge. It will bring back the word. It will bring back things to your remembrance. Amen. And that is the working of the Holy Spirit. My God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. And then we have um, we also have, excuse me, my notes are everywhere here. We also have um, the gift of faith. Now, the gift of faith is powerful because the gift of faith, it will allow you to walk in signs, wonders, and miracles. Sometimes we talk about the faith of yeah. mustard seed, but that faith, the, the gift of faith is a little different because the gift of faith Absolutely. takes you from the mustard seed to the whole entire tree, okay? <laughs> you, you, you believe God. Look, David, I mean, not David, excuse me, Peter was walking, literally walking in the gift of faith when he stepped out on the boat and began to walk on water. That's right. That's right. He had enough faith to believe that God was going to keep him above water, literally. And it wasn't until his eyes came off of God and to his faith shifted, come on now, that he began to sink. So the gift of faith, amen, is is a gift that is truly amazing because it allows us to see 
the manifestation before it comes. The word says that uh, faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So the gift of faith operates in the unseen realm. Come on now. Now, yeah. The gift of faith yeah. operates in, a, in yeah. a realm that you won't see with your naked eyes, but you know that it's coming to pass because you believe God above all things. See, faith will cause you to do some things that the world thinks is foolish. Come on now. But yeah. you know there's nothing full of that. You know that God is using the foolish thing to what? Confound the wise. So the yeah. gift of faith will pull you into a place where it doesn't matter what it looks like with your naked eyes, but with your spiritual eyes, all things are well. And I love the way you the know, book of Hebrews puts it in an amplified, uh, that, that mm-hmm. scripture, 11 and 1. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. Faith grabs, faith gives, faith gives you possession. The gift of faith gives you that possession of that which you're believing God for. You can't have it without faith. The book of Hebrews also tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. But then the book of Romans is where it says God has given every man a measure of faith. So the gift of faith is just like any the other gifts that we spoke of earlier. They need to be processed. They need to be grown. Let's go back to Peter, for example. Prophet is mentioned Peter stepping out of the boat, walking on the water, then almost drowning. But then you read later on in Peter's life, he Peter is the same one that was walking down the street and people got healed by his shadow. Yeah. So his faith grew through through intimacy, through intimacy, through the word and through the working of his faith. He put his faith to work. Yeah. To step out in faith. Continue to use this faith. Your faith can't grow if you don't use it. These gifts Come on. If you don't use them. Thank you, Lord. And it's like any other muscle. You have to exercise it for it to grow stronger. And, and so a lot of people don't like the word grade or rank in the spirit, but it's true that, you know, a one-year-old can't do what a 20-year-old can do. So really, um, it's the same thing in the in the spirit, the spirit realm. We have to exercise those gifts so we can learn how, first of all, how God works in you. He may That's not, it. he's not going to work in you the way he works in me because you're not me. I'm not apostle. God is going to work through him the way he works through him because I tell people all the time, my husband has one of them brilliant minds. He he really does. So his thought patterns are like out the box all the time. Sometimes I'm sitting back with my mind blown, right? So, But that is the way God uses him. In, in, in the realm of the spirit. I'm musical. God speaks to me in song. He may, he may show me literally, literally notes on a keyboard and tell me to go play it. You know what I mean? Instead of writing out a book or writing out a, a message on the wall like he did for one of the kings. So, you know, it, it, it really is a matter of learning how to exercise those gifts, learning how to hear the spirit of God for yourself, and the spirit, the gift of faith, um, it helps in all of those um, uh, endeavors. Yeah. And because yeah. you have to believe, you have to believe God when God says, 
I will do what I said I will do. He said that he will complete the work that he began. You are the work that he began. You know, what's very interesting to me is that there is so many um, individuals in the, in the, in, in the body of believers who are, who are, uh, have not come into their true identity because they think they were supposed to come out the chute be a Juanita Bynum or, or a Cindy Trim, and, and because they're not operating at that level, I must not be called of God, but that's not truth. God may use you to feed the poor. God may use you to close uh, to, 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 to lay hands on the sick. You, you have to know what God has called you to. And the gift of faith will absolutely help you walk in that. Cause you'll have the faith to believe that God could use you in it. You know, and I tell people all the time, what is your passion? And they'll tell me, well, that is your call. God gives you the desires of your heart. So your passion, your desire, um, is a good, good lead, to what God has called you to. You know, for me, I am, like I said, I'm very musical. I enjoy music, but even more than that, I hear songs in my head all the time. So I knew that the Lord was going to use my music as, as a conduit for his presence and for the Holy Spirit to operate through. Now, yeah. if I am, if, if I feel, if I go into a gift of faith and, and I say I'm a musician, but I don't play a lick, I don't know what a note is. I might be in the wrong lane, you know, and and that's okay. I just need to find my lane, you know. Um, it, and everybody's lane is different, right, Apostle? Absolutely, absolutely. The scriptures tell us that God arranged no, you don't. the parts of the body the way He saw fit. God arranged the parts of the body as He saw fit. Yeah, the mistake. He made no mistake when he created any of us. He created all of us for a purpose. Our, our, our part is to seek the face of God, to find out what our purpose is, to find out what our destiny is, to find out the path that he wants us to go down, to find out the place that he wants us to exercise our gifts and our talents in. Yes. Street corner. It may be at home. Whatever God tells you is the place that He has anointed, empowered, qualified, and created you to be. That's where you're supposed to. Because that place, that's where your blessings are. That's where your promotion is. That's where your prosperity is. That's where your joy is. That's where your peace is. When these things are absent in our lives, could be an indication that we may be in the wrong place. Because whatever God calls us to do, he graces us for it. His favor surrounds us as with a shield. He goes before us into these different places and makes the crooked places straight, the rough places smooth. He levels the mountains and raises the valleys. He shows shows us the strong on our behalf. He subdues our enemies. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Every place that God has ever sent us, and we've been obedient to go, we've been blessed. We made one mistake and went to Telecompton, and we paid for it. <laughs> we said never again. Every place that God has sent us, God has blessed us. Yes. So wherever God sends you, wherever, wherever that is, 
Don't let anyone else, don't let, it, let oh, my God. Don't let anyone else out of doing what God has told you to do. Don't look at anyone else's situation and compare it to yours. You do what God has commanded you to do. For Deuteronomy 28 and 1 says, if you hearken diligently to his voice and the voice of his word, diligently listening, hearing and obeying him as he speaks to you, he will set you high upon all the blessings of the earth, and all the blessings of the Lord will come upon you and overtake you. Isaiah 1 and 19 says, those who are willing and obedient shall eat the fat of the land. So whatever it is God has called you to do, told you to do, whatever it is, don't let anyone talk you out of it, number one. Number two, don't be slack about doing it. Make sure you're diligent in doing that which God has commanded you to do because your blessings and your miracles are attached to your obedience. Amen. Amen. And I'm reminded of James chapter 5. It says that, um, and the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed any sin, his sin will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And the prayer of the righteous person has great power as it is working. So, you know, the Lord wants you to know that through your gift of faith, you begin to operate through the next gift we're going to talk about, the gift of healing. Yeah. And, it take, and, and, and if, you can, if you can hear this in the spirit, you, your, your gifts begin to build on one another. Come on now. Again, we want to, uh, you know, just drive home that you don't just start operating in one thing and, you know, and, 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 and that's it. The Holy Spirit is, wants to build on your gifts. He wants to build on your anointing. He wants to take you from one place to the other. He wants you to grow in the things of God. So we went from the word of wisdom. And then we went to the word of knowledge, which basically says, I fear God, and now I know God. And then you go to the the, the gift of faith, which says, I believe God. And once you get from, from fearing him to knowing him to believing in him, now you can operate in working through him. So the gift of healing is a gift that works through you to work through God. Come Amen. on now. Look, Come on now. I, I, I'm going to say that one more time. I'm going to say it one more time, Apostle, because I don't know if they caught that. I don't know if they caught that. The Spirit of God builds in our lives. Yeah. From the day that the Holy Spirit is, yeah. is, is indwelling within you, he begins to build a new foundation in your life. So when we begin to operate in the gift of wisdom, the Lord is not only laying a new foundation, but he is teaching us the fear of God at the same time. Then we go from the gift of wisdom into the gift of knowledge. Now we have a knowledge of God and his ways, and now he is teaching us who he is. And guess what? As he's teaching you, now you have a knowledge, a working knowledge of who your God is. That will allow you to cross over into what? 
the gift of faith, the gift of faith that says, I now not only fear my God, know my God, but now I believe him. I believe his word. I believe that he is well able. I believe that he gave me the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit, and he gave me the the gifts of the Spirit for the empowerment and for the building of the kingdom of God. I believe in him. Yes, yes. And once you go yes. into when once you get into that place where you believe the word of God and how do you know that takes that takes faith to believe that a man walked on water. It takes faith to believe that our savior was resurrected from the from from the grave. It takes yes. faith to believe that our God blew, because remember the, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Hebrew word for the Holy Spirit is ruach, which means breath. He blew life into us. It takes faith. So we begin to believe. We begin to manifest uh, um, a power in God to believe in the workings and the power of the Holy Spirit. That will then empower you to walk into the next gift, which is the gift of healing. And remember that faith and healing go hand in hand. The prayer of faith will save the one who was sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and he shall be healed. So gift of healing and gift of faith run hand in hand, just like gift of wisdom and gift of knowledge. And let me me say something, too. As a matter of fact, all four of those gifts work hand in hand. Because yes. have you ever been in a prayer? Have you ever been on a prayer altar and somebody starts praying for you? Hallelujah! And you don't tell them what's wrong. They start pinpointing. Hallelujah! What's going on in your life? Because the Spirit of God has given them a word of wisdom, has given them a word of knowledge, and they're exercising their faith by laying their hands on you to heal you. Yes. So the gifts, all the gifts of the spirit, all, that's why the word says it's all one and the same spirit. And he works individually. He appoints to each one individually, several as he will. He appoints the gifts. He manifests the gifts. He performs the gifts. We're just the vessels, vehicles, and conduits and funnels that he decides to use in the working of those gifts. Yes. And let me go back. Let me just, the gift of faith, we exercise faith every day without even realizing it. How many of you went in your living room today, sat down on the couch, and just sat down, didn't think about it? You didn't think about it at all. You just sat down. You have faith to believe that if you sat down on that couch, it wouldn't break down. You went to your living room, had faith, believing that the couch was still there. So the gift of faith we use it every day without even realizing it. We use it in our everyday lives without even realizing it. Thank you, Lord. You went to your car. You went and got in your car this morning believing you had gas in the thing. Didn't even think about it. I mean, you turned the ignition believing the car was going to start. So it's just amazing. It, it amazes me. And, you know, one other thing I want to say, too, we serve this huge God creator of the universe and everything in it, yet he is so personable. He is so approachable. He is so gracious and loving and kind and merciful. And he desires intimacy with each one of us. That's how great our God is. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, the Holy Spirit is telling me um, to just throw this in here. One thing about all of these gifts, we must have patience. You have to have patience to know the timing of God, the season of God. Ecclesiastes tells us there's a time and season underneath the sun for all things. And if you go into James chapter 5, um, I'm going to start in verse 7. It says, be patient, therefore, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and latter rains. You also, verse 8 says, you also be patient, establish your hearts. For the coming of the Lord is that uh, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. So we have to know, and, and that that whole verse is just powerful. It warns the rich. It, it's, a, it's definitely a, a powerful uh, chapter. But we have to know we don't want to cancel out the power of the Holy Spirit because we have a lack of patience, or we have uh, we're murmuring and we're complaining. Um, you know, God has made you a promise. You stand on that promise until that thing is fulfilled. Amen. Because when you begin to not nobody else when you begin to doubt and come in with disbelief amen it will it will absolutely hinder block uh uh work against the problem uh i'm sorry i'm sorry not the problem the promises of god in yeah. your life, you want yeah. to be speaking life and life more abundantly over yourself and That's over right. uh, over those who you are around. We have to be very careful that we are not working against the the, the Holy Spirit and the That's fulfillment right. of what God has for us. Hallelujah! 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 So, if the Lord has promised you healing, He is not a man that He should lie. That's right. Healing is your portion, but right. sometimes there, there, there's a, there's a cost to healing. We we may have some things that we need to do. You know, I can't ask the Lord to heal me of allergies, and 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 then I go and 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 I'm 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 just around everything I'm allergic to. You know what I mean? I'm just going to use that as a as, uh, as an example. Right. You know, Absolutely. I I I have to I have to cause myself. I have to bring myself into a discipline as well. Amen. Go. It goes back to that wisdom that we speak of, we were speaking about at the beginning. We yes. Thing, and God will give us that wisdom. If God instructs us, he gives us an instruction for healing. We need to follow that instruction. Yes. One of the things I, I like to say is divine instruction precedes every miracle. Divine instruction Precedes every miracle. God will always tell you what you need to do in order for that miracle to take place. There's always a divine instruction. And if that is, let me be still and know that I'm God, then that's what your instruction is. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. So we met, we have to learn how to 
to walk this walk out with with wisdom, with knowledge, with patience. Amen. Yes. And allow yes. God to add to us his daily benefits. Amen. That's right. And I'm I'm just so blessed that um and we just got to touch on um uh four of the gifts, the power gifts. We will we will conclude the power gifts on next week. But I am um I am blessed because I don't know about you, but even as we're studying uh the works of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, I have seen him manifesting even the more in my personal life, Hallelujah. in my personal walk. Amen. And yeah. um, there is other gifts of the spirit. We're going to talk about that too. Um, we're trying to get through this. There's just so much um, um, as it as it um, relates to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, but we are just blessed and honored that the Holy Spirit has chosen us in this time and this season to begin oh. to manifest Himself, yeah. um, even as He did on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Mm, and thank and you. Um, and we give God praise, Apostle. Did you have anything else before I open up the the phones for comments? Hallelujah. Well, you know, as on the day of Pentecost, which was just June 8th, God was still yeah. pour out the spirit of fresh upon us. He will pour out upon us so that we have everything that we need to live the life that he promised. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry, Bob, I didn't know if your phone cut out or if you were done. So. <laughs> oh, no, I'm done. Okay. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And and so we, we give God praise. Um, and so at this time, we're going to open up the, the phone lines. Is there any questions or comments about uh, the study of the Holy Spirit on tonight? Okay, amen, amen. We are blessed, we are blessed. Okay, so we'll be back here if there's no questions and all hearts and minds are clear. Um, We will be back here next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, for the conclusion of um, the study of the the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, If you have any questions in between now and then, please email us, propheticwomenministries at yahoo.com. We'll be happy to answer any questions. Amen. If you have any um, studies that you would like to learn about, amen, and you would like to go through as a as a small group, um, please let us know. We'll be more than happy to touch on a subject. Amen. And we're learning together, all of us. Amen. Um, if you've been blessed by the ministry and God leads you to give, please go by propheticwoodministries.com, hit the donate button, or just go to PayPal and uh, give to Prophetic Word Ministries at yahoo.com. Amen. Uh, we will be back on this Friday night um, at 9 p.m. for our power and a pra- prayer and empowerment, night of power and a pra- prayer and empowerment, excuse me. And, um, and we look forward to seeing you then as well. Um, July 21st and 22nd, we will be having our um, annual uh, prayer retreat, and that is uh, facilitated by Minister Diane McNeil. So excited to um, 
to be with the ladies again this year. I'm telling you, it gets better every time. Amen. Um, And we are so blessed um, about that. Amen. And so um, we give God praise. And so I'm going to ask the apostle if he wouldn't mind praying us on out of here. And then we can then we can um, dismiss the line. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for bringing us together to this place. Father, we thank you for your revelation. We thank you for your outpouring on tonight, Father. Just thank you for for your peace that passes all understanding. Garrison and mountain God, over the hearts and minds of everyone listening, those that will listen in the future, oh God. We just thank you right now for manifesting your word in their lives. We thank you for all afresh with your precious hope. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for everything. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor. We just thank you for it now in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. So we will see you Friday night at 9 p.m. and next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Please tell someone about this study. Um, God is doing and is going to do some amazing things as we have committed ourselves to to um, being birthed from his word in this season. Amen. Um, and so we will uh, just continue to do um, what he has called us to do. Amen. And so at this time, we love you. We thank God for you. Thank you for coming. And we will see you next week at 6 p.m. We'll see you again. God bless you. God bless you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.